Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pags Show. We've got a big interview with Lynn Patton this hour. Lynn is going to talk about the campaign show. We talk a lot about Nikki Haley. Why the heck she's still in? Tomorrow, as we do the show live on Friday, tomorrow on the 24th, of February is the primary in South Carolina. Nikki Haley is project, projected to lose her own state by a lot. Karen, can you see what you have as far as the latest polling in South Carolina? Mm-hmm. I think last time we spoke about it, it was about 20 points for, for Trump, if not more than that. Uh, the one I saw today on Fox News was 25, but I've seen anywhere between 30 and 35 that she was trailing. And But she's going to be until every vote is counted. Yes. Yep. That's what she says. I found it interesting. The posture that Fox is taking with her was pretty interesting. Uh, Harris Faulkner, I saw her asking some questions the other day, and um, and Nikki Haley was, uh, Harris Faulkner says, what's it, what's it going to take to win a state? Well, I think it's kind of interesting you're saying win a state, says Nikki Haley. She's like, well, you haven't well, won it yet. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a loaded question. I know. I don't understand. Why, what, what why, why is that interesting? I mean, answer. Right. The, I'd like you to answer that question, actually. And then something about how Trump would cause more wars. And Harris Faulkner said, um, for four years, we had no wars. He didn't start any wars. So, I mean, it's interesting the, the, because I don't think that the management at Fox wants Trump to be the guy. Now, friends of mine like, uh, like Sean Hannity and others. And, um, yeah, I, I won't name them all. But, I mean, I know a lot of people at Fox. And they, to a person, would like to see him win. But then the management with Paul Ryan on the board and some others, and, and now the sons of Rupert Murdoch, I'm not so sure they want Trump. So I'm glad that Harris feels comfortable that she can ask any question she wants and just put it out there. Um, but, but I don't know what Nikki Haley accomplishes. We get into this in depth with uh, Lynn Patton coming up. Do not touch that dial. Make sure you keep it here on a Friday. That is Carrie Lockie. Chocolate voice. Hey, done. All right. get it done. Sam. That was me. That was Dad. Let's hear from Bob Guthrie. Let's go. Friday. Uh huh. Thank God it's. Thank God it is Friday. Yes, indeed. Friday. Let's go. Thank God it's. Thank God it is Friday. Let's make it a free speech Friday. Let's go. Ah, freedom. By the way, that caller last hour may not have recognized his voice. Some people will call in, record it, and then and post it like they did something great. Listen, I, I encourage that. The show is out there publicly on radio, on podcast, on digital. It's on the video. Whatever you want to do, I don't care. You want to grab it and tell people how you beat me or something in a debate, do so. The guy lost horribly. But having said that, make sure you don't edit it. A lot of people like to edit it and pretend like they did something they didn't. But, um... You know, one, of, one of my viewers said, you know, I wish that call would have gone longer because I'll bet you would have asked him to start reading the, the Constitution because it was on the wall. And, and I can be honest, Carrie, can I be honest with you? Mm-hmm, I like debating. I like mixing it up. I like when people question my stance on things. I really do like that. But it's like I'm in college or like graduate school. And the guy was in elementary school. I, I like it to be a challenge. Yeah, it really wasn't. And he seemed like he wanted to catch you in something. Yes. But you got to know what you're talking about, though. Well, here's the way he, listen, here's the way he envisioned it going. And then we just saw how it actually went. Mm-hmm. His vision was, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring up slavery. He's I'm going to get this say. talk show host. Right, got him. Can't, can't, be, can't be God, because slavery. And then when I mentioned black slave owners and white slave owners, he didn't say anything. Then when I mentioned slavery exists today in the Middle East and in, in Africa, big time, didn't say anything. You know, when, when I asked him about, have you, have you read the Constitution? He said, yes, it's two pages long. 
I think he's probably got the Declaration of Independence on his wall, not the Constitution. Maybe. The Constitution is longer than two pages. But having said that, okay, well, when you read it, what would you get out of it? Because he truly believes that the Constitution says the government gives you your rights. And, and look, maybe I make the assumption, maybe I make the assumption that people all have read it. And, and, and maybe I should just read a little bit of it. I, I don't know. Hmm. Let, let's do a little of that. Hold on a second. Yeah. Let me pull up the Constitution. As much as I should be able to recite this from the top of my head, I, I can't. But I, of course, can tell you what the amendments mean and, and what, the, what the thoughts are behind them. But uh, it goes through a bunch of articles, goes, it tells you what, what this and how this works and how we're going to select the government and how we're going to protect the board and how, we're gonna, how it's going to be a federalist system and not a, a central government system and so on, right? Mm-hmm. And then it gets into the actual amendments. And the amendments, the, the way that they actually are written literally say the government can't this, that, and the other. I don't know why this is... <laughs> I don't know why this is is confusing to anybody. The First Amendment clearly says Congress shall make no law. Look at that. It's already restricting Congress, Carrie. It's restricting government. Yes. What? Indeed. I thought you weren't allowed to restrict government. What is that, crazy talk? Come on, man. And the guy who, I I hope he's listening, maybe, he's probably reading along by looking at his wall. I'm sure he is, yeah. Yeah. He's got it up on the wall. He's probably reading along, I would think. (laughs) But let's get into it a little bit. Why, why not? Shall we? Congress shall make no law, restriction of government, an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or, of its, or the press, or the right of the people to peaceably assemble, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Literally says government cannot do anything stopping these rights given by... The government? <laughs> well, how would that make sense? If the government gave us those rights, why couldn't they take them away? I'm guessing they could. Second Amendment, of course, has a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Well, who can't infringe it? I'm guessing the government. Carry anything. Probably the government they're talking to there, no? Sure, yeah. I mean... Now, this one, the Third Amendment people don't talk about, this is where you put somebody up, I believe, in your house if there's a war going on. No soldier, soldier shall in time of peace be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. In other words, the government couldn't just say, you have to take these people and put them up in your house. The, the Third Amendment is actually kind of interesting today because in Massachusetts, you've got the governor trying to get people to take illegal aliens into their homes. Now, they're not even soldiers. But the Third Amendment was to say, and this was written in wartime, obviously, in the while the, the Revolutionary War was going on, the government can't force you to house people. The Fourth Amendment, the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. What does this one say? The government can't come and surveil you, take your stuff, take your car, search your house without probable cause and a warrant. Wow, that sounds like a restriction, a restriction of government. Carrie, does that sound like a restriction of government or, or something else? Restriction of government. 
But the government wrote these rights. Mm, Why would they restrict no. themselves? That's so weird. No. I'm not going to keep on going through it. If the guy has it on his wall, he can go read it. It's an actual. It's actually just a dynamite piece of paper. It's a dynamite list of things the government can't do. Why do you think if the laws were given by government, if their rights were given by government, not laws, rights, were given by government, the freedoms and liberties that we enjoy were given by government, why do you think the left is so filled with regulating what it is we can and can't do? Why do you think the left says it's not something that's set in stone, it's living and breathing, the document? They say that because they want people like the guy who called in, who's indoctrinated to, to his teeth, they want a guy like that to go on talk shows and argue that the government has the right to do anything it wants because it gave us the rights. But it didn't. So there you go. I'm not going to read the whole thing. You can go read all the all the amendments. Go read all the articles. Go read everything. The document itself is exactly what Barack Obama didn't want it to be. It is a restriction of government's abilities to take away our rights. That's all it is. Pretty, pretty simple. Pretty simple to be like, yeah, yeah, but slavery and God, what, God said slaves? What? What are you talking about? Harry, do you think that he actually thought I thought God wrote the Constitution? I am not sure with that call. I, I don't By the know. way, I'm going to move on. Because, you know why? Why? Because he is really enjoying the fact that I'm talking about him. But, yeah. I, but here's the good news. I forgot his name. And I forgot where he called from. Well, so, there you go. <laughs> He's not actually getting anything out of it other than he himself knows that it has something to do with him. All right. Gonna, we've got some sound bites all, all ready to go. We've got your girl, Corrine Jean-Pierre. Yay. We've got uh, Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what we do. Great. Got Joe Biden, which is always good. And um, it's always fun when you go. Cause now, I had a Kareem jump here last night that I never played. I let you off the hook, Carrie. I uh, appreciate that. But now I warned you we're and the people that it, it was coming. Friday. Okay. Well, we're going to have to bring it on a Friday because we can't just let her skate free. She is just ridiculous. By the way, the soundbite yesterday was that they made a new lectern or something. And oh, the, that's in the right. Room, yeah, yeah. And they named it after a couple of black ladies. And it's the first time ever or something that diversity went into the lectern. Nobody gives a beep. Nobody cares who you named the lectern after. Carrie, did you even know they named the lectern? <laughs> I did not. Oh. Thank you. And you do news for a living. I do. So here's your girl, KJP, little something, something. What needs to happen, I mean, the way that we fix this or the way that we get to a place where women feel protected, where women can make decisions on their own body, where families can make a decision on how to move forward in, in growing their family or starting a family, uh, is to uh, is to get Roe and Wade, to uh, Roe v. Wade uh, needs to be the law of the land. That's the fix. That's what needs to happen. So there you go. So talking about the Constitution and bringing up KJP is actually pretty important. She thinks, first she thinks it's Roe and Wade. No. The first thing she thought there. Yeah. It's Roe and Wade. But then we have to make Roe v. Wade the law of the land. But the law of the land is based on, I don't know, that document we just talked about, the Constitution. And there is no place in the Constitution that talks at all about abortion. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't talk about it at all. And what's interesting, it has to be the law of the land so that families can plan their families and and take care of their kids. You're literally fighting to kill the unborn child. So I'm not really sure why you're talking about it in these these terms, but but there you go. What changed between the time President Biden said, we are a nation who says if you want to flee and you're freeing oppression, you should come and now. I, I don't understand. What what do you mean? The, the, your question, I don't get. As a candidate, President Biden was telling people to come to the border. So what has changed since then? Uh, I don't have the contest of this quote that you're giving me. Okay. A couple of real English issues there. Um, 
Peter Ducey clearly is asking about the border. And when Joe Biden was coming in, he literally said, we want you to come here. Come, keep coming. And people, remember, Carrie, people would show up with, with T-shirts on remember. saying, thank you, Joe Biden. I do remember, yes. He, he did and say that. And if you go in and watch any of the videos of people questioning um, those coming here and the long trek to come here, do you want Biden or Trump? Biden, we want Biden. Biden open the border. They're literally saying it. So he asks her, what changed between mm-hmm. then, because now we're hearing, because the election is, is ramping come. up. That's what Kamala, that's what the borders are, has said. Absolutely. Don't come. Don't come. Right. Don't come. Not only don't come, but... Biden now is considering executive action. Remember, he took executive action to break the border. Now he might put some executive action into place to stop the flow because, of course, it's an election season. So let's go back in that context. First, she says, I don't know the context. Ducey's just saying what changed between the time he said that and what he's considering now. The context is clear. She doesn't know the context. And then later she says, I don't know the context. That's what I thought she what said. What changed between okay, the time yep, and That's what she said. Hmm. I'm going to play it again because this is Kareem Jean-Pierre. The new segment, Kareem Jean-Pierre teaches you people English. What changed between the time President Biden said, we're a nation who says if you want to flee and you're freeing oppression, you should come and now. I, I don't understand. What, what do you mean? The, the, your question, I don't get. As a candidate, President Biden was telling people to come to the border. So what has changed since then? I don't have the contest of this quote that you're giving me. It doesn't go back to fix it. If I said, oh, i got to put it into contest, I would say, oh, I mean context. Yeah, that's clearly not the right word. I'm sure she knew that as soon as she said it. I'd probably go back and say, yeah, context. But listen, the fact that she did it from the diverse lectern makes Does that me make a difference? actually feel better about the country. Oh, okay. It, it was it was simple, and she's not going to answer a question like that because obviously something's changed, and what's changed is he's losing badly in every poll. And one of the biggest issues is the open border. If he does executive action now, that's going to give Trump even more ammunition. See, he broke it with executive action, had to do what I did to try to, to, try to fix it, which he's not going to be able to do. I'll fix it when I get in. This is not going to work out for them. And her playing dumb... He's not going to help him out either. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Joe Pags, I got, what's that, Carrie? Yes, I do have some more KJP to bring you. I do. Yeah. Oh, great. That's yeah, thanks for fantastic. asking. Fantastic, yeah. Plus, yeah. I've got some Joe Biden great. for you. Okay. And when it comes to the border, I've got uh, uh, the, the guy Pritzker, the governor mm. of Illinois. That's almost too much. Too uh, well, much. Well, he's too huh? much. I don't know if you've seen a picture of him lately, but he hasn't missed a meal. Um, he's gonna put it, can I put it out there? I'm just saying he hasn't uh, missed a meal. Wow. The guy, okay. the guy likes no. to eat. So do I. But at some point, you got to say, hey, how do you use two belts? Probably too much. Uh, 888-941-PAGS. Joe Pags. I'm just putting it out there. I'm being honest. Uh, okay. And, and he talks about it. It's inhumane and it's this and that. But you know what he says? You know what he calls it? What? I'll give you a little inside what? information. What? He calls it a manufactured problem at the border. Manufactured. Manufactured. Who did it then? Who manufactured the problem? Well, I'm guessing Greg Abbott, the evil Greg Abbott, somehow did it, according to, to J.B. Pritzker. The one who wants to fix the border, who wants to well, keep illegal I, I immigrants he out. He sent some people to Chicago. Of Texas. Yeah, so he manufactured it. It's uh-huh. not a real, it's a real issue when it's only happening to Texas. It's not a real issue. It's manufactured if it's, if it's affecting Chicago. Hmm. And he's just, okay. he's just being honest. He, he, he says, this is our value system. What are you, well, I'm going to have them freeze outside? No, send their asses back to where they came from. Oh, did you hear this one? Venezuela is not taking repatriation flights. No, I did not hear that. Oh, oh really? Oh, really? Wow. Venezuela, you're not? Okay, we'll drop them off next door and tell them to walk over. All right. I want to tell you. 
But they're going back. All right, let me tell you about My Patriot Supply, which is awesome. Uh, My Patriot Supply is going to help to make sure you and your family are are provided for, prepared in case something happens. You never know. You hear about shortages here. You hear about disease X over there. You hear about food supply and the, the supply chain. Why not make sure you've got something in your cupboard that's going to take care of you and your family in case something happens? Preparewithjoe.com is the website. Preparewithjoe.com. Grab a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply for $60 off. My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families reach self-reliance. These food kits offer meals, drinks, and snacks providing over 2,000 calories a day. And they're sealed inside heavy-duty packaging. They last up to 25 years in storage. Get to that website right now. Preparewithjoe.com. Preparewithjoe.com. Protect your future with as many kits as you need. The kits will ship out fast, free. They arrive in unmarked boxes. And if you order by 3 p.m. on a given day, the food kit is going to ship out that same day. Save $60 on every kit at preparewithjoe.com. Preparewithjoe.com. We're back after this. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. We'll continue with these sound bites a little bit later on. We've got some calls coming in in the meantime. Chris in Naples, Florida, what's going on? Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm living the dream. Talk to me. I wanted to call to give you the little piece of uh, history that might help that man understand the Constitution. Sure. We, we in, at the time of the Constitutional Convention, um, we the, the founders sourced all of our rights, our inalienable rights in concepts that was produced by John Locke and Judeo-Christian values, that these rights came from God. Right. And at the time of the Constitutional Convention, however, though we had southern states that had slavery and we had northern territories that didn't want the slavery. So by sourcing our rights in, in God, what they did was they left open the opportunity so that in the future we could have an amendment like the 13th Amendment that prohibited slavery. Because our rights come from not government, but from God. Yes. No, I, I, at the time, it, that was not possible. Well, you have to understand, the guy who called in is probably an atheist trying to prove that God doesn't exist or something. But what he doesn't realize is, A, he, he doesn't know history. Oh, he doesn't. And he, A, didn't read the Constitution. B, doesn't know that it was 1700-something when Vermont outlawed slavery in its own state. So we started outlawing slavery in the 1700s. It didn't take till 1865. The southern states yeah. are the ones no, that wanted to fight and keep it. Uh, Kristen, you're right. You're absolutely right. And, and again, we could probably talk about the, the, the Constitution for the next 17 hours and not even cover you know a quarter of it. Uh, the fact is, the guy heard a little something-something, somehow convinced himself, probably through Obama, that it wasn't from God. It was actually from, from the government. And Obama didn't like that it was a restriction of government, so he decided that it wasn't a restriction of government. The fact is, our laws are based on Judeo-Christian values and the Magna Carta, and that's all very religious, all based on God, whether you like it or not. Keep it here. Lynn Patton coming back. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.